0: This is a a question that I just picked up a few minutes ago. It is, uh, good men of God can hold and heavily invest themselves in different views of Scripture. Uh, Now that you are well-matured, well-invested in your view, if you were to to discover that the view you hold is in error, and how how difficult would it be for you uh, to change or abandon that particular
1: view? because I'm after truth I I don't care about I'm not so invested that I won't change for truth if someone can show me in the text not according to theory but in the text if you can show me a grammatical, historical, contextual theological basis for what you're telling me I will change I I will change when it comes to this issue about the timing of the rapture now deity of Christ I'm not going to change I don't care what you show me Uh, Trinity I'm not going to change but if we, I'm just limited to this to the issue of the timing of Christ. If you can show me a better way to harmonize Scripture without contradiction, I'm with you.
0: Okay. The next question for Dr. Cooper is If a Hindu or Muslim um, who did not hear about the gospel or salvation, how will Christ judge them? Would they come under the category of sheep
1: or goats? Yeah. If, would you please, whoever asked that question, would you please let me dialogue with you via email? On that, please. Can you arrange that, Larry? My email is info at prerath.com. I, I need to talk with you at length about those issues, and I can't do that right now. It's an important question. I, I don't want you to think it's not, but the answer is important as well.
0: <clears throat> okay, and this is a follow up question for the topic of rapture. Um, why do you think the words church or lampstands are not mentioned after? chapter 4 of Revelation.
1: Probably the same reason the word church is not mentioned in other books in the Bible. It's according to what the authorial intent is. But the church is not the only word used in the New Testament to describe the group of people that the term ecclesia represents. And so in the book of Revelation, chapter 4 through 19, where the word church is not used, therefore is not applicable to, they say, therefore, of course, it's not applicable to the church, Um, to me, makes no sense because there are other books in the New Testament where the word church doesn't occur, but no one throws them out and says that they're unusable or that they not have meaning for the church. The word saint describes the same group. The word elect decides the same group. He describes people as one who keep the word of God and hold to the testimony of Christ, describing the same group. So just that particular word seems to be the linchpin. Did you know that the word church does not occur in chapter 21 and 22 in the chronology? Do you know that the word church doesn't occur in chapter 21, which describes eternity? Where did it go? When the church, well, so just because the word doesn't appear somewhere, it's not a basis for you to form an exegetical theological conclusion. It's an easy way to do it if you want to look for some easy way to try to make your point. But theologically, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Okay, the next question uh, is translating apostasia as uh, departure is a stretch concerning how the word is used in the New Testament and in the Greek fathers. Would you speak about that?
1: Yes, I I heard someone making that point earlier that that word in uh, 2 Thessalonians could be translated departure. (laughs) Listen, friend, just just pick, pick up 20 translations and see how many will use the word departure as the way it's translated. You don't have to take my word for it. Sure, a word can have different nuances. It can hang out in different neighborhoods, but that's not the issue. The issue is what is the contextual limiting factors on what it means? And in that passage, by the way, there were pre who have tried to make that argument that it refers to the departure, therefore refers to the rapture, but it's been shown to not be true, contextually, theologically, grammatically, not true which is why in the three latest translations, they translated rebellion and not departure. Just
0: just check. Okay. Uh, Keep in mind, Dr. Cooper, some of these questions were asked very early on, and you may have already addressed them. If you have, just just state that. Um, You didn't mention the rapture being imminent. Uh, Why not?
1: I don't believe the rapture is imminent in the way that it's traditionally defined by pre-tribulationalists. It is imminent in the context of the beginning of the 70th week at, after the middle point. It is imminent. But in terms of it can happen at any moment, any day, the rapture couldn't happen until I was saved. I said, well, we didn't know you were going to be saved, but God did.
0: Um, I believe maybe after I ask this, maybe you can just give us a condensed version of this, a summary version. But can you clearly and concisely define the differences in your views uh, with Dr. Ice's
1: views? No. <laughs> it's purely timing. It's, it's, it's about where in, this, in relationship to the 70th week God will actually evacuate the righteous from the earth. And Dr. Ice believed it is before any part of the 70th week begin. I believe it's after the seven that begin but before the end, not post-trib. That's basically the difference. It's a timing issue.
0: Okay. Um, the last question, um, I, I believe this may have been intended for Steve, but because all your names are circled, I'm going to go ahead and ask it, and you can answer this in view of your view. But the question was, do, and then in parentheses partial preterist have a defined view of Calvinism versus Arminianism? And I'm assuming since he— circled all of you. Maybe he's thinking, wanting you to answer your view of uh, your pre graph view. How does that relate to uh, how does Calvinism, Arminianism def- help define your view or relate to it?
1: Well, of course, when when you're a six-point Calvinist like me, <laughs> it, it's everything uh, as a five-pointer. It um, gives me a confidence in God's word I know that God has said what his word says and that he's going to be faithful to his word and that my salvation was not dependent upon me but was dependent on God and that your salvation is dependent upon God and the outworking of your salvation is so secure and so certain that there's absolutely nothing that can happen to prevent that. And my confidence in that process rolls over into every other area of God's word. I know God's word is sure. There are no mistakes. There are no errors. God didn't make any mistakes. He didn't say something he didn't mean. It gives me confidence. But the minute I admit that a man can lose something that God said is eternal, then the words stop having Meaning. And if they don't have any meaning in salvation, they don't have meaning in anything else. And an Arminian says eternal doesn't mean eternal. It means long time, maybe, but not eternal. That, to me, is an undermining of the very core of what the word of God is as the absolute eternal truth of God. And so as a Calvinist, I'm so confident, so sure, so profoundly at peace Knowing that God is absolutely, totally in control of this universe, and I don't have to worry about a thing, including the timing of His return.
0: Okay, Doctor said uh
1: I'm sorry, Doctor Cooper. That is
0: the last question that I have for you, so you can have the remaining time for your closing comments.
1: Um, I've enjoyed being here. Thank you so much. This is a tough time, uh, tough subject. Um, I find it fascinating uh, that people can have cavalier attitude. About the Word of God. It's all we have, people. And there's gonna come a day on this earth when what you have is God's Word and that's all. And I hope what you believe about it will sustain you through the storm when it blows. I hope you'll be able to turn to it and look at it. You won't have a college professor, you won't have a Greek scholar with you. It'll just be you and your Word standing in the midst of a crisis. I hope you'll have the confidence to simply open it, read what it says, believe what it says, and know that God will do exactly what it says.
0: Thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure.